so uh, this question is about uh, nalnida's article regarding the future of the ashram where there is a talk titled on the brink you will find it in nalnida's works where he uh, he has spoken about i think it is in the 80s or 84 he left the body so must be either 80 or just after the mother's passing little after that so this is important so he felt that uh, we have not lived up to the way humanity should have responded and therefore it's quite likely that mother who built her own body uh, which the ashram is she is destroying it like chinnamasta this one example he gave so like chinnamasta you know the story of chinnamasta chinnamasta is a interesting goddess who if you see her she is cut off her own head and she is put it on a side now this picture may look grotesque but she is among the dash mahavidya goddesses as a beautiful symbol because below her is uh, a couple who are engaged in you know uh, like physical for bringing a child now this i find you know very interesting so he said that she is destroying her own old body meaning thereby there were things she had built like a scaffolding for the new creation now the scaffolding is no more needed now there are different people who have interpreted it in different ways one of them of course he mentioned also about like yadukul and he also spoke about the devasur sangram and he says that well it's difficult to say uh, now they are intermixed who is really a deva and who is really an asura so he speaks of that but he also says all this is a cleansing process so if you look at chinnamasta the new creation which is preparing itself from below chinnamasta symbol is very difficult to understand like it's a tantric symbol so people say it's a grotesque image imagine you know cutting your head and holding it and below is a couple who is literally actually copulating couple so very difficult but so of course here there is the purusha and prakriti who are joining for a new creation but for that the old must go so she herself is destroying see head is the hub of consciousness so she is destroying her old body so that the new creation can come so in that article he speaks about it that the old way of life the old though he emphasizes a lot more on the destruction part that we didn't live up to that uh, thing and that i understand is partly because if you see those later time writings both of nalnida amalda they are all great people but if you see see they were brought up by the mother by the hand so the mother's physical withdrawal was very difficult for them to understand and reconcile with i met even huta di she would say in our time when mother was there now i don't know how many but i have shared this that we never felt like that i don't know many of us who have not physically met the mother we never felt when mother was there because it's non existent for us she is so real so it used to sound very jarring but for them it was you can imagine you know for champaklal ji when shurbindo is physically withdrawn many of them couldn't bear it even shurbindo's physical withdrawal uh, moni anil baran they all went away so something similar here that when she is going to she knows she is withdrawing that the mother knew 6 months before there is that's a different story i have spoken about it elsewhere 
But now the ashram has to reinvent and readapt itself to the new challenges. So there are some people, even yesterday I got a letter was saying, some of these old people who used to go, they say, oh, it was so nice. Even I have met people, oh, it used to be so nice and everything was, you know, of course life has changed, life has evolved. <laughs> so, but the beauty is that, yes, life has changed. It has become different. Whether it's good or bad is uh, up to us. But it means now when you take more complexities and more challenges of creation, you end up with a much more perfect realization. So, it is being reoriented and rebuilt. Now that, what is being rebuilt, only the Divine Mother would know. But some take it as a prophecy of destruction. I don't believe in that. And uh, even Nalinda said once that, you know, as long as there is one person with faith, uh, the ashram will continue to keep its role. Shobindo always spoke about the central influence. He, you know, he, he didn't speak so much about physical presence. He said physical presence is necessary only when the yoga enters into the stages of physical transformation. And it's understandable because you need uh, the body which is undertaking all these challenges and resolving in the body. That's why. Otherwise, he didn't say that anything is dependent on the physical presence. And then the Samadhi mother spoke about it. So basically for them it was like a shock. But I don't believe that it is like a on the brink is a doomsday prophecy. On the contrary, it simply means that many scaffoldings, probably what it means practically is that many departments, they will either go away or they will become separate semi-autonomous entities they were there earlier something like that and there will be few places which will remain of course the main samadhi in the rooms uh, the school which always has grown up together with the ashram press sabda these are places which, which are bound to remain but many places will become uh, like autonomous semi-autonomous places but uh, it will adapt to the new challenges. That's all that it means. That it will be new created and recreated. That's all that the article means. And it also is an invitation that mother has also said. Mother said at one place that, you know, this is in the 60s and it's there in her collected works. That um, she didn't want humanity to go through blows. So she gave everything. She says that when I was young, lot of people wanted... Uh, told me that they cannot follow the yoga because their life is riddled with many challenges. Roti, kapda, makan, this, that. So she used to have one of the, her wishes was, wish list was, I won't use the word aspiration for the divine, wish list was that if I get an opportunity, I'll create a space where people can live without need of all this money and all, money and food and all this. So she created a space. She says that I got these opportunities, uh, around the time when people call as the midlife and she created this space she says but my experience is that this is not true people say that they cannot practice yoga because they are busy with they don't have time she says it's not true she says that because there is freedom people become licentious because you know everything is provided they become lazy food is there there is no that way effort so she says later on that it means humanity is not ready, it will need some blows. So all that it means is that, well, the way humanity should have responded, that is well known. Mother gave this statement when Sri physically withdrew. 
humanity is always lacking in its response to the divine but 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 the beauty of this yoga is the mother and shivinder knew this very well so they ensured that the future is independent of human intervention if human collaborate beautiful but it is independent because in right even then before the supramental manifestation shubindu writes in a letter this is this much is certain that the earth will be saved whether humanity is able to take that or not it's a different thing whether it will go through the crashing circumstances or beautifully open that is the thing which is hanging whether it will choose the truth or the abyss that's a choice but earth will be saved that means no such mass destruction whatever we may imagine and also it means when they use the word humanity large larger sections of humanity that there will always be people who will embody the new aspiration and break through into the supramental world and a large part of humanity will collapse that's what they have seen said prophesied actually not prophesied because they have seen the future so mother says that um there will be a small section of humanity and it's they will be scattered everywhere and they are the ones who will be lifted up and integrated with the new creation there will be another section which will be like a higher humanity that is the kind of work sometimes i feel is happening in oroville because you know in oroville um, the mother said the cradle of the superman so cradle is what cradle is palana is not superman is the cradle higher humanity which is getting ready for the supermanhood and then she says there will be third layer of humanity which is like an animal plenty you will see that will collapse into the animal world its consciousness will get into the animal world and there is another which is a distorted perverted humanity which is like an abortive attempt at being human nature tried to give birth to man humanity but it ended up giving birth to rakshasa which never evolved so she says that will be destroyed so this larger truth you will see everywhere because whatever is happening within the ashram that's another article of nalnida the ashram india and the world whatever is happening here you will see it reflected in india and whatever is happening in india you will see it reflected in the world you can reverse it also all the problems of the world are reflected in india because india only can solve it perfectly and all the problems of india are reflected within the ashram because here you have the ultimate remedy so meaning thereby each of us are a representative of a difficulty and a possibility earlier mother had used the word impossibility so we all can study our nature we each one has his own challenges we are too busy pointing difficulty of somebody else but each of us has a difficulty and a possibility so if we take up the challenge that this is the difficulty given to me my cross or as she says the anti divine in each one of us that which opposes the divine and if we can change it which is a long process only grace can change it but if we keep offering keep persisting with faith perseverance the day it is solved in one human being here it has a cascading effect on the world 
So yes, Alnida spoke about On the Brink and many other essays which one can read like a pessimistic thought but they are not pessimistic. He is simply describing a process. There is a touch of pessimism which is understandable, not pessimism but you know they physically beheld her. So <laughs> they must have gone through it. Even the great sages and seers, divines, physical absence suddenly from, they were so used to her physical body. And that's why we understand why the mother was progressively withdrawing. One of the reasons was this. And she says, so that children learn to connect with me inside. She has said, my love and consciousness is there. I suppose they don't need my physical intervention. All these are there. She insisted on inner DNS because she knew that my children are becoming so dependent that they cannot function and operate. So she allowed them the freedom. Which of course led to all kinds of chaos. <laughs> but then that's how divine works. He can handle chaos because from the primal chaos he has brought out this wonderful, charming, delightful and dangerous creation. So this is nothing. And one example in the closing I may say is Auroville. People who, I think people write all kinds of books. Recently there was uh, the utopia that never was and things like we. What kind of nonsense, you know. If you go into history of Auroville, Auroville is supposed to represent world unity. How did it start? Murderous instincts. I know of people, I won't use the names. Personally, I know them. Who were fighting like this that they would, if they get angry, they will kill them. And they have all confessed, opposite parties. All elderly, some of them have passed away, some are still alive. That was the state. Why? Because right from beginning, all the darkness, he said, let's start from there. That's how divine begins this creation. Big bang, that one light scattered into billions of stars. What a chaotic situation. Then the divine would have said, wait, I'll weave a necklace for my unseen body. That's for later. So same thing happened in Auroville. Started with murderous instincts. And slowly, slowly, and that's why she instead on Matri Mandir. And today, all these people talk, newcomers who have not read the history would talk about, are this problem, that problem. It's nothing if you go back 50 years back. <laughs> this is nothing actually. So, it becomes milder, subtler, slowly it gets resolved. That is the way of the divine. And so again, we come back to us, just as for Auroville, the soul is Matri Mandir. If you miss out on the mother, you try your mental methods, it won't work. For the ashram, the soul is the divine mother. If you think by your own, uh, sometimes people say funny things. One of them said, no, no, it's all inside. Divine mother is inside. I asked them, who told you this? I said, Somebody told you from outside, no? You read a book or you came. I said, you, just because you have, you are now, you have heard this cliche, you are, even if supposing you have genuinely discovered, did suddenly one day you had a revelation that Divine Mother is inside me and you had a vision? No. It starts like that. People who don't understand the need of different stages. So you see, ashrams, even when you discover the Divine Mother inside, it still has such a role, not only as the initiating point, many of us, I mean, it is an initiating point, either the writings which have come through the ashram or coming here. And after knowing her inside, what a joy now to bow down at the physical body so the body can participate. 
So here again, the soul is the divine mother. If we keep orienting ourselves to the divine mother, everything will get resolved. And again, in the end, for the individual life, for the national life, long back Sri said, worship the mother. Individual life, any amount of problems, and I can say this with hard experience, <laughs> any amount of problem, problem which will seem like insolvable. What is the English? Insolvable. Unsolvable. Insoluble. No, not soluble. <laughs> unsolvable. Literally. You keep turning to her. Keep turning to her. She is the key. She is the mystery. The night conceals. Her hands alone can change. Times. Dragon base. She is the mystery. The night conceals. The spirits. Alchemist energy is hers. So worship the mother individually. In the ashram context, in India, in Oroville, worship is not just an external worship. Worship with the heart, nerve, body, mind, soul, everything. Laying everything at her feet. And see, everything will become wonderful. <laughs>